0: Yo, what's good, y'all? My name is Chris Shreve, a.k.a. C. Shreve, the professor, a.k.a. your host for Who Needs a Classroom. Welcome to our podcast, uh, I think official episode three. So uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, today we're going to talk about freestyle. What is a freestyle? What are some different perspectives on freestyling? Um, one of the reasons this was this was uh, currently pertinent to me was that uh, I wrote up, kind of a, I guess, maybe an opinion type paper. I don't know. Something for uh, a zine that my man Doc IT is putting out. And it was kind of about my experience preparing for the uh, end of the week MC series that goes on in New York City. Uh, This was something I was scheduled to do back in like March, right before the pandemic kind of shut everything down. And it's been kind of in limbo ever since. They've been doing events online and things have been going on, but I'm kind of scheduled to perform at the next one whenever we have it, but it hasn't really happened. So at some point, but the whole time I kind of been preparing um, freestyle wise, which is an interesting thing to just keep kind of in limbo with. So I talked in this essay or a little opinion paper about, you know, my experience here and, and what it's like to train yourself, you know, to competitively freestyle, which kind of goes against some of the um, viewpoints I might have had originally about freestyling anyway. So kinda wanted to talk about um some of those things because when you know when you write a paper it's kind of fresh in your mind. So I thought it'd be easy to, you know, do an episode about that. So um kind of historical context for the word freestyle in rap or in hip hop, um most people would probably go to the off the top meaning, thinking somebody is improvising or thinking somebody is, you know, truly coming up with this right off the cuff or off the top. And I think historically there might be a, you know, in hip hop, before that meaning kind of took over and maybe became more of the dominant accepted meaning, um, I think the meaning is more of kind of a non-conceptual, you know, style that's free or style that's kind of free of, you know, classification, that type of thing. So a little bit kind of out of left field, um, you know, a style that you really couldn't pin down. So... I think there's both those perspectives. You know, if you break the word down, you know, you can kind of see those different things going on there. I mean, a style is something that's honed in, something that might be nuanced and might have some specifications to it, whereas something that's free, that could be going all over the place. Um, if you apply that, that free thinking to your style, what does that look like? If you, uh, if you really go kind of free and go all over the place and then apply some style to that, what does that look like? So depending on which way you weight it, uh, more on the free or more on the style side, Know might determine where some of your choices go artistically, but they both have value. Both those perspectives. Um, somebody can can come up and drop a freestyle that's not off the top, and they're not really um, being. They're not fronting. They're they're they dropped a freestyle. Uh, there's you know look, search the internet. You'll find all kinds of examples of freestyles that are not you know off the top. So um, I tended to lean to off the top um, historically. Uh, when I came up as a performer, if I couldn't um, improvise, I think it would be very difficult for me to have gained confidence as a performer. Because if I stood, if I was rapping, um, I never rapped over you know backing vocals. And um, if you were doing that and you forgot your words, I guess you could f- kind of fall back into those words. But there would be no freedom to just improvise. If you did forget your words, you couldn't just start you know rapping about the front row. And I historically might you know feel like in my head maybe this this rhyme isn't isn't they're not responding to this rhyme the way I want them to and so I'm gonna I'm gonna improvise I'm gonna you know create some different moment that wasn't going on before and so I like that ability to freestyle and to improvise throughout my set and kind of became known for that at certain points in my career and so um, that ability to improvise and you know I think that's a little bit more of the more widely accepted meaning is kind of that off the top side um, but some of us also apply, you know, that perspective to our writing. And so we actually write those freestyles where it's like it's not a concept about, you know, this equals this. It's just kind of all over the place, kind of a non sequitur, um, you know, kind of just keeping it moving and kind of clashing words and language and wordplay. But, you know, it's it's more kind of you know a free style. So um, I think both perspectives require you to think on your feet if you go to you know a cipher or a place where you're going to have to rap and kind of jump in, then whether you're bringing that rhyme that's kind of out of your pocket or whether you're improvising, both will require you to think on your feet. Because if you go there thinking you're going to jump in with your pre-written rhyme, you probably, if you're well prepared, should have a few, and so you might have to choose the right one or at least understand the moment, understand what, what needs to be done to keep this moment going or to take the moment where you want to take it and that even if you're not freestyling that requires situational awareness it requires your ability to to kind of see what's going on and see how you can use that to your advantage so both both of those require this thinking on your feet and and they both require you know this this whether you know again whether it's this non-conceptual viewpoint out of left field, or whether it's off the top, improvising, improv class, um, playing off something, either one of those is going to require you to think on your feet. So um, it kind of hits some of the same spaces, even though some of it's different as well for how you define freestyle. Um, Along the lines of situational awareness, um, you know, knowing what's going on is, is knowing who you're talking to. You know, that's, you know, the audience itself. Do you you know are they familiar with you know certain slang? are they familiar with you know if you're talking to to a group of people, what do they have in common? You know what about the moment can be exploited to to show them that we have something in common? So those are ways I think you can demonstrate essentially that you are speaking to the moment and that you're grabbing this this now that we're all experiencing um, and I was talking about how the reason this was pertinent to me, and it was kind of from this end-of-the-week competition. Um, and it's a competition, so you want to do well. Excuse me, I gotta get a drink. Um, and, and so if you're going to do well against, you know, your quote-unquote opponents or really just your competition, you're going to have to show that you're the best freestyler or you're the best at this craft. And so that gets into proving, you know, how well you're doing. You know show and improve has always been a part of hip hop and by, of MC um, word Smithing and so that's always been there. but in the case of freestyling for me, you know if I'm in a cipher or if I'm just rapping with folks or if we're you know just hanging out, freestyle is truly kind of this, or historically for me was this idea of just kind of being free to say whatever I wanted um, and take it where I wanted and really kind of trust in that process kind of some folks might say kind of blacking out and training for end of the week was very different than that because I didn't feel like I was training to go in there and just grab the mic and and do my thing take it wherever I wanted because it has a structure has a format there's constraints and so those constraints directed me to to want to do well so if I'm pulling objects out of a hat I don't just want to talk about it for a second and then you know let my brain wander off and show how freely I can think I might want to take this object if it's a pair of headphones or whatever it might be, and then flip it a couple different ways and show them that I can use this constraint and freely associate around it. And that's that's a little different than just <clears throat> showing how wild you can be. You know, when you're trying to show them how how situationally aware you can be, that's a different, different level of things. So I I found it interesting to to kind of assess how do you kind of prove you freestyle like classic ways might be talking about what somebody's wearing in a battle or you know talking about the room or something current events wise um something that everybody saw in the news type of thing um common sense uh, or common is excellent at doing freestyles on tour i've seen him live in you know a couple of different cities and on, on youtube of course a bunch of times do freestyles kind of about the city and he's basically i think prepped himself well Uh, about the city you know some street landmarks some things they're historically known for some sports teams that type of thing and then peppers that into some maybe current events and some off the top stuff that he's you know some just some current punch punch lines and and just bars that he you know he knows work in whatever time frame you know it is and so it really has the audience kind of wowed they really feel like oh man how did he come up with that i mean how did he know know about that about us and and those, you know, having those current references and the things that are appropriate for your audience really go a long way. And, and when you think about it, it's actually less, you know, in some ways of a, like, this out-of-the-air, off-the-top freestyle, more preparation, and that's actually okay and really cool. So <clears throat> it's all right that, that, you know, that it's a, the magic trick had some practice to it, essentially. Um, you know, it's a stage that we function on up there when you're rapping. Um, teaching as well, and so you can kind of I saw it happen in math class, teaching biostats. You know, basically I would do these, you know, show them how like random sampling would work, and show them, you know, numbers. And sometimes the numbers would just work perfect. It didn't always happen, but sometimes it would be a magic trick. They'd be like, "How did you predict within this, you know, certain deviation with this tiny sample size?" And um, it would be, it was, you know, kind of a math trick. But it was kind of if you knew what you were doing, you could set it up and sometimes knock it down. Um, and shows are like that for rappers. You can, you know, how did he know how to freestyle for that? 30 seconds and the beat drop back in. How'd he do that? Well, you know, he kind it's like a magic trick. He practiced it. He, you know, he kind of orchestrated that. <clears throat> so um, the proving aspect, I think, of, of freestyling is interesting because sometimes that might mess folks up. They might really want to prove it and try to come so of the moment off the objects around them and feel constrained by that so much that it actually, you know, kind it just gets in the way of their ability to keep moving forward. So it's interesting how you can you know, play with these different perspectives. Um, let's see. Uh, I was writing this for my, my man, Doc IT. Um, he and I are both a part of the Society of Spoken Art, which is, we refer to as SOSA. Um, this is a, a, a rapper's guild. It's a, a beautiful thing that we um, kind of assess uh, what rappers do, what, what kind of comes naturally to some of us, what doesn't, what, uh, what's technically going on. Uh, who some of the pioneers of this were, really kind of historical context of um, how MCs, the craft of, of being an MC has come around, uh, which of course involves hip-hop culture, is, is inseparable from that. Um, and it also gets into ideas of, of how does freestyle and your approach to you know, free, free association or how you come up with ideas and how you put them together, how does that apply to life? Um, in our group in SOSA, um, the group of, of ITs that I'm with um, our group is called Full Circle, and we have a, a kind of a metaphor we're introducing to the world called Life is a Freestyle. And so it's applying these ideas of freestyle. What does that look like in your life? If you apply that to your educational journey, if you apply that to anything, your day-to-day approach, how, do you, how you kind of move through the world, all those things. And so I think when you apply the freestyle mindset kind of this... Um, It becomes more of an intuition, I think, as you talk about it, as as what kind of what we're describing. Um, If you're if you're applying, you know, a big life choice and kind of trying to freestyle it, I don't think you're just just off the top in it. I don't think you're you know just trying to have it be random. um, But you might pick the style that's best for you. Your 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 whole life might become this style that's um, very much your own and was freely chosen. But then becomes. You know, might become very much your own wavelength. That's that's a defined style of its own, and, and maybe is less free in some ways, but um, then can really define itself and and really kind of figure out its nuances. <clears throat> and so, this idea of intuition um, can be described a lot of different ways. When you when you kind of know the best choice, because I mean, some folks will say, you know, the gut feeling. I just I trusted my gut, or I just knew it was best. I could feel it or or any number of ways you could you could say that type of thing i think especially the gut one sometimes folks separate gut cuz it's more visceral it's in your body they separate that from something in your brain and i really think they're kind of the same the intuition and the visceral gut feeling are kind of one and the same from from where i'm sitting um really it's 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 kind of in both cases It's kind of your body or your brain, depending which way you're, you know, place you're feeling it the most. It's the summation of all of the information you have available to you. And so, if you don't know why this, you know, it's like maybe a high school senior and they pick the right school and they don't know quite why it's the right school, but it just felt right. I just I could I couldn't you know tell you why, but it felt right when I was there and when I thought about it, it just is the right choice. You know, they can't figure out why that is, but they they kind of just knew. What that is, I think, or, or when your, your gut tells you, I need to go this way, or it you know, gives you kind of a hard signal that, and, that you need to trust, those are, it's kind of like your supercomputer spitting out the kind of binary signal, like do this. Um, or as a rapper, I might experience picking the right beats. If I have a studio session and I need to kind of you know, maximize my time, I might go through 5, 10 beats. I need to pick a beat and go with it. And that requires sometimes you know, trusting your gut, which one feels right, and then you know, going with that. And that's really, I think, like I said, the supercomputer type thing. It's like it's the net kind of conclusion of all these different choices that you've made that some are very conscious in your mind, some are very, very unconscious. Sometimes you don't know why something doesn't feel right, but some part of you had the forethought that that's going to end up Going the wrong way. Maybe some part of you remembered we've been here before. Uh, maybe you didn't consciously remember that, but some part of you was looking out for yourself almost and said, "Okay, uh, we've seen this before. You know better. Let's let's not choose that." And somehow you couldn't quite articulate that in your you know active conscious thoughts, but some part of you said, "You know, red light. Eh. I shouldn't I shouldn't go that way." So, I think it's really really important to trust your intuition. Um, some folks never, never rapped a day in their life, but they can use this intuition idea. Um, if you're a rapper, don't forget to use your intuition. A lot of us learned to rap just by finding the flow, kind of trusting where it was going, and just really, you know, feeling it. And sometimes when you get, you know, a few albums in, a few mixtapes in, a few tours in, you start overthinking it and forgetting to lose yourself in the flow and, and use your intuition to use your you know, kind of to feel things and to get lost in those different wavelengths, which is a little different than trying to, you know, sometimes trying to find that best style isn't the freest way to approach it. You know, sometimes you need to kind of just lay back a little bit and, you know, kind of find what it would look like if you didn't think so hard on it. So, uh, that was main main things I wanted to talk about. Um, oh, uh, I put FTO over there um yeah life life as a freestyle is kind of a, i think you know as we said of a metaphor we're trying to introduce to the world um my kind of call to action when i first started kind of putting out music was was fto or free the optimist and i i called it a call to action and it's it's kind of from the same point of view of of this freestyle idea of of sam that in the case of fto i was saying that you know the world may be this one way. It may get you jaded. It may, it may have a lot of negative aspects to it. But you as a human have the choice to, to look at it how you want. And from my perspective, um, you should try to look at it in a positive way so that you can do your best and so that you can find a way to be transformative to it because then you can you know have an impact. Um, that's just my perspective, my take on it. I realize over time, you know, as you define your idea, as you brand something, as you move forward, it becomes maybe less, less free, more narrowed. Even though it's the idea of free, free you know, become free, you know, optimize yourself. If you're, you know, kind of developing a doctrine or you're developing some some point of reference, a lot of times it ends up becoming maybe a little bit more not narrow-minded, but as you're developing your styles or style, or, or whatever your perspective on that is, maybe it becomes less free because you're kind of defining those nuances again. And so I think the balancing act of of finding the perspective between, you know, letting go and finding your way, it's it's kind of that little balancing act, which is as much of what life is about. So uh, check out Life is a Freestyle. There's a real cool YouTube page. We have a bunch of discussions with neuroscientists and, and dope rappers and um, educators and um, IT workers, and uh, we got we got it all covered. Um, but hip hop historians, we got you know superstars. I think uh, Lupe Fiasco is on this Friday, so check out Life Is a Freestyle um, podcast. Or we don't have it on podcast; we have it just on YouTube and on IG. So check out the IG for the live. It'll be up on YouTube probably over the weekend as well. Um, but every Friday, Freestyle Friday, we do uh, the Life Is a Freestyle. We're basically discussing, you know, how that approach to life looks, and and if that metaphor resonates with y'all. So it's one that definitely resonates with me, uh, because it's an approach I've applied for a while, and it's it's taken me some interesting places. It's helped me to develop some interesting skills, and um, yeah, try it sometimes. If you don't know don't know what to do, uh, trust your intuition. Uh, Find a way to 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 kind of freestyle. Just you know, if you don't know what to do, kind of wing it. Uh, find a way to just find your way through it sometimes you make great decisions that way so uh yeah thank y'all for listening uh who needs a classroom you do i do uh we all do uh make sure you go vote if 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 you are over the age of 18 you should go vote uh, or 18 plus uh 18 or over you should go vote uh, let your voice be heard this election matters um Go back to, I think, episode one if you need to have some reasons as to why. Um, but y'all be safe out there. Take care of yourselves. Please wear a mask. I think we hit an 80,000 new cases day the other day. That's not a fake number. So don't let some uh, political bias end up disavowing you to the facts. Um, so science is a real thing. You want your health to be valued you want your loved ones to be around Uh, their health is paramount so please take care of each other please wear your masks please distance please follow signs if you're in stores do your right do the right things by your neighbors Uh, look out for one another go vote y'all know peace